right. Welcome back to the Casual Heresy Podcast. My name is Spencer. And my name is Michael. Yee-haw! Okay. Yee! Let's open up in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for our faith. We thank you for all the graces you have put upon us and all the graces that you will give to us as an open gift, an invitation to love and serve you more. We ask that we accept these gifts and that we may do the Father's will each and every day. Thank you for our podcasts and for our listeners. And may they stay within your church and the graces that you have given her. We ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, so what we got today, Spencer? I don't know. That's it's pretty doubtful of me knowing what we have today. Oh yeah. So we're gonna talk about how to deal with doubt, Michael. What what is doubt? What is doubt? Like uh, doubt in the sense of in the context of the faith, doubt in the context of like if you were to come to me and say something ridiculous like I am now the king of Mexico, I would be doubtful that that is true, you know? Yeah. So I guess I guess they mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just questioning the truth <laughs> essentially be being uncertain of something i think in the spiritual sense though it goes a bit deeper than that cuz i think the first thing you need to acknowledge is that everyone who is genuinely religious of any kind christian catholic or otherwise has had doubts about what they believe because Mm -hmm. it is in in the nature of faith to have faith in something that it can't be proven really, you know? So when you have faith in things that can be proven, but like if you have faith in something, regardless of whether or not it's proven, then you're probably also going to have doubts in that thing as well. Mm-hmm. And I find that, that we so often, I mean, just as humans, we doubt each other. We we even doubt ourselves. Like, so much. Like, whether it's sports, education, or anything of any matter, basically, we put limits upon ourselves when our minds and our bodies are a lot stronger and a lot more 
powerful than we know. Yep, and just and just life in general, you know. Mm-hmm. We 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 doubt that we will succeed. We doubt that we'll we'll finish this project. We doubt that we'll, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is you're trying to do, and I think it's interesting because part of me thinks we need to. There, I think there's two parts to this. I guess that we need to recognize that we give doubt way too much credit. You know, mm-hmm. we we give it more value in our minds than it's worth. But then also, I think we need to normalize it to normalize the fact that everyone thinks these things, you know, yeah. whether it's about yourself or about your faith or about something someone's told you. And that's part of being a human being, because if we don't acknowledge that we all think those things, then that that makes them like more debilitating you know because mm-hmm. then you feel alone in your doubt isolated worse than just feeling doubt yeah exactly yep. in your experience how have you dealt with doubt michael in my experience there's good ways to deal with doubt and there's bad ways to deal with doubt <laughs> uh i would say um the best way to think of doubt in the sense of the faith that I have ever been able to deal with it is to think of it like having the flu, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a, it's a sickness. It's a spiritual sickness. It's something that everyone gets. It can be very, it can be very debilitating, but there's also a lot of things you can do to help yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but just to kind of that first step is just acknowledge this is just something that's going on in my head, you know, mm-hmm. not to get trapped in the doubt to kind of step aside from it and say, yeah, I'm just, this is just what's going on right now, you know? Yeah. Cause it, there's a difference between doubt and unbelief or disbelief. Yep. Disbelief is I think making the decision to reject while doubt is just questioning it. Yep. And I think that's another thing people really get confused on, especially the first time they experience something they experience the first time people experience doubt. I know it was true for me the first time I did. It gets confused with unbelief and you start mm-hmm. to think, "Oh, wow. I don't actually believe these things because I'm doubting them." Mm-hmm. You know? And like you just said, they're not the same thing. Um yeah, and so then that that would also that's another not like that's another helpful thing is to not just acknowledge it but also to acknowledge it's not the same thing as as not believing anymore to question your belief in something. Mhm. And in fact, it's actually a good thing <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> we live in this time where doubt is just I don't know. We live in a time of radical skepticism of everything and anything. But at the same time, we live in a world where everybody's just so easily like gullible and, and into believing something that is just so easy like not true. People are so blinded. Yep. 
It's so weird. It's yeah. like both things at the same time. Something spiritual has to be happening there. And mm-hmm. there's some lack of connection of logic and <laughs> something. And I think there's a there's a problem that comes with um um I'm trying to think of the word I guess it's com- it's almost like nihilism, but also like um, an overbelief in science and overbelief in the empirical evidence. You know, mm-hmm. like the, what I'm. Ge- I think the thing I'm getting at is like the demythization of society, right? Mm-hmm. Like society wants to remove all of mythology, and that's obviously it's not the same thing as faith, but mythology is also it's it's fairy tales you know Mm -hmm. it's it's why superhero comics and movies are so popular because that's that's mythology you know yep but if we remove the mysterious from the world we remove the mysterious from our minds then life is incredibly nihilistic because what do you have to live for then you know Mhm. Yeah. So in doubt is like it's not directly a sin. It Right. No, it's not. It's something that just it it can pass by at times and you just don't try to let it linger, but it, it invites us to learn and discern. Like it pushes us further into the faith, into whatever we have doubt about. You ask questions, you dig into it more, and through God's grace, we can can lead lead us to confidently believing in something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the. I mean, faith is a virtue. It's a theological virtue, but it's also a choice, Mm -hmm. right? There's a point where you reach where it's like, based on what's in front of me, I believe this, you know, based on Mm -hmm. what's behind me, I believe this. And to doubt is to just that plain and simple is to question that. And I think it's what you said earlier is really important the that it's not the same as unbelief mm-hmm. you know because as you know one of the most ridiculous things that i personally believe in is bigfoot mm-hmm. like i <laughs> i very adamantly believe that bigfoot is real but you're open to disagree with me on that anyone is they're open to doubt that but mm-hmm. I that's a decision I've made by looking at the evidence, looking at the lack of evidence and choosing to believe, you know. Mm-hmm. And in microcosm, yes, I do doubt that sometimes because it sounds ridiculous, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. It sounds ridiculous, but then it doesn't change the fact that I chose to believe for the reasons I did, you know, mm-hmm. and the same in a, in a weird way, the same is true for the faith. Like sometimes you'll be sitting there praying and you'll think 
this is ridiculous. <laughs> what am I doing? You know? Yeah. But then you'll remember why you chose to believe in the first place. So that's the other thing I would recommend doing if you're hit with a, an attack of doubt. Remember why you chose to believe. Remember, mm-hmm. remember your faith, you know? I think since we've been talking about this, like how many Catholics do you think leave the Catholic faith? Not because they don't believe anymore. They still believe, but because they have doubt and they take that as belief. Oh, I don't believe in the church anymore because you have doubts about it rather than, and rather than digging into it, you just leave and go to a Protestant church. I'd say I would, I would guess over half of the people leave the church. I would say so. It's just on doubt. Yeah. Because like, like I said, I mean, the first time I experienced doubt, I thought I was the first person to think these things. I thought I was like, this is groundbreaking. No one else has ever questioned this before, you know? Mm -hmm. But then it was like, no, it's literally everyone, everyone who has chosen the faith has gone through this, you know? Yep. And if they haven't, either they're lying to you or they're about to, (laughs) you know? Right. So, and I think something that helped me the most dealing with doubt, because there was a time during college where I was really struggling with doubt in, in the, it just doubt in the faith. Um, and I feel like I was really, I was really aware of it, but I was taking it very like personally. But what got me through that is just, man, the communion of saints and just all of the different saints witnessing to Christ, like the witnesses of Christ to us that we can see through the saints just blows my mind. And for all those people, yes, people die for different faiths, for different religions. Sure. But none of the, like, none of that adds up to the amount of people that have laid down their lives for the beliefs of Christianity. I guarantee you. Like, just the apostles, their witnesses, and then all the saints throughout the ages who have pleased the Lord, and the Lord's work through them is seen so thoroughly so genuinely and so compassionately you could just dig into one saint and could just break down your doubt and if you really think doubt is a sin like look at peter like obviously what he did was wrong cuz he he made decisions based off of things at times, but he he came back. You don't have to make the radical decisions of leaving the church just because you doubt. Dig into it more and ask the questions to get the answers of why you doubt what you doubt. Yep. As I was going to say, never be afraid to ask questions because I think that's the other big thing is often people are afraid to ask questions that they think they'll be like condemned for questioning it or they think they'll be 
I don't know what, or they're, they just are afraid in themselves to like say that out loud or something, you know, mm-hmm. but I think if, if you have questions about the faith, then ask them because you're not going to figure it out by yourself. The Catholic faith is incredibly complicated and 2000 years old. <laughs> you're not going to mm-hmm. just like magically stumble upon an answer that somebody else didn't stumble upon before and write down for you someplace else, you know? Yeah. So, and I think, um, and I, you can go, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, go talk to a priest. It doesn't have to be, go talk to your grandparents or parents about it. You know, you can talk to your friends, you can talk to your, anyone, you know, Mm-hmm. just don't let it manifest in yourself. Don't let it eat you. Mm-hmm. And in this world where we take so much consideration to our emotions and feelings, like, yes, those matter, but not all of it. Like, it's true that I have those feelings, these feelings that I have in this world, but that doesn't mean I should do actions based off of all of my feelings or pursue something based off just pure feelings because faith is not the same as feelings. So just because you have feelings of doubt does not mean that your faith is wavered. You don't have to give up your faith because you have doubts. In fact, you could argue that your faith is more valuable because you have doubts and you still choose it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? Your faith is stronger. Your faith has been tested. Like Thomas, the apostle, doubting Thomas. He doubted Christ that he doubted that that was Christ, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, it's the resurrected christ and he sticks his fingers in the side and believes like he, he's revent he's confident again in his beliefs he, he didn't have disbelief he just his confidence was revamped from that so what would you say to somebody who is not so much doubting the existence of God, but doubting the church. Doubting that the Catholic Church is the one true church. Well, I would ask... So so they are wondering why they're doubting it? Or I'm wondering... No, they, they, are, they are doubting it and they're asking you about it. What do you say to them? I'd give them some resources and would hope that they would accept those resources because they're doubting it. And if they mentioned it to me, they would have to have some interest in digging into it probably. So I'd probably, I don't know, send them a catechism to read or something like that. 
I mean, the catechism is not the Bible, but it explains the Catholic faith in a manner that is very intentionally structured in the way that it is. And, yeah, I mean, consistent prayer life. I would ask them how their prayer life is and to, like, be consistent with that. And I would be praying for them. And, yeah, I would... I would ask them why they have doubts and like what they're skeptic like what are they skeptical about and then I would try to answer those questions like right there on the spot but I'm not a walking um 2000 year old church I'm just a part of it So I think that was a really good example of um, if somebody comes to you and they have doubts and they share that with you to try to be to try to be um, don't don't condemn them basically you know Mm -hmm. do what Spencer just talked about ask them what's specifics because you can't you can't help if you don't know Mm-hmm. obviously if they're not willing to share then then they're not willing to share but you know if they've got something specific that's bugging them then you can tailor it more um, just be resourceful to them yep and be willing to talk to them too you know yeah we tell people to ask questions the rest of you have to be ready to answer questions <laughs> mm-hmm yeah, we live in a world where we hardly talk to each other anymore in person-to-person contact. Just go and talk to somebody if you have a question. Or just talk to somebody. Just discuss the faith. Discuss how they're doing in life. Just be intentional about everything that you do. The intentions of people are what change others. People can see how intentional you are when you do things, whether you see that or not. So, be like Doubting Thomas and do something about your doubts. Put it into action to figure out why you're doubting it. Dig into the beliefs that you have so that you can figure out whether you want to keep believing or disbelieve. Would you like to end us in a prayer, Michael? Absolutely. All right. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together, this time of fellowship and faith. I ask you to send your Holy Spirit down on all of our listeners. I ask you to be with those, all of those today who are suffering with doubt. I ask you to give them the gift of faith. 
and help them to trust in you. I ask you to bless all our listeners and this podcast. We ask all these things in your precious and holy name. Amen. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, if you enjoyed this, if you found this helpful, please consider sharing it with a friend and following us on Instagram and Facebook and anywhere you use social media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at Life Cheers and give us a follow on the podcast, your podcast platform that you're listening to it on. Thanks for listening. From Life Cheers to you, God bless.